Welcome back to BTW, Balance Field Workshop, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. For tonight, we are going to be taking a look at Tikkun Chatzos. What exactly is Tikkun Chatzos? Literally, it means the rectification of midnight, and it refers to the tefillos that were arranged by the Arizal for the purposes of mourning over the Besan Megdash. And as we're going to see um, from different sources, the original location of the halachos regarding Tikkun Chatzos appear very early on in the Shulchan Aruch, believe it or not. In fact, in the, in the second and third simonim, um, or I should say second and third si'ifim, in the Shulchan Aruch or Achaim, meaning when you open up Shulchan Aruch for the first time, you really, um, when you, you know, you're perhaps familiar with the first halacha, Yizkaber Ka'ari, you got to wake up really early um, to serve Hashem. So we'll see just how early um, you can wake up to begin serving Hashem, as we're going to see it's already at Chatzos, or perhaps even before that. Um, but the reason why we're focusing on Tikkun Chatzos right now in this particular workshop um, is due to the connection that we find to this time of the year. We are in Bein HaMitzarim. We had Shavasar Batamas earlier this week, and it's brought down you know, in various sources that there's a special Indian of reciting Tikkun Chatzos at this time of year. And so the Halichos Shalom, Shalom Zalman brings it down um, in Hilchos Ben Amitzarim, in, uh, in Simen Yedalad over there, in Devar Halacha number 6, Orchos Halacha number 11. So he quotes that sad for everyone to, re- to recite Tikkun Chatzos. He does bemoan the fact that um, as a practice, if it's done um, you know, in, in, in such a way, it could become something that's chitzoni, something that's very external, and that's the opposite of what we want to accomplish. Um, when he bemoans this fact, he quotes the kinos. Um, we have there's a particular kino that says al churban beis that we are crying out regarding the destruction of the beis hamikdash kihuras for it was destroyed. And b'derech uh, tzachos, you know, in a sort of drash, a homiletical um, reading of this line from the kino. So Rav Shlomo Zaman said says al churban beis kihuras. So when it says kihuras, for it was destroyed, so we just said on regarding the Chorban Beis Amigdash, so why are you repeating yourself? You're saying that regarding the destruction of Beis Amigdash, because it was destroyed, so Rav Shlomo Zalman wanted to read it. No, no. The Chorban Beis Amigdash was destroyed. Not that the Beis Amigdash was destroyed, but in our times, the Chorban is something that we don't feel. That has been destroyed. We're bemoaning the fact that we hardly even feel the destruction anymore. So something that we try to do, perhaps, if we want to make it meaningful, to actually try to feel the Chorban, um, and that's what we would hopefully try to do. And maybe we can uh, begin to feel that by taking a look at Tikkun Chatzos. Um, as far as the earliest place that we find it, and then we'll we'll take a look at some other interesting sources regarding Tikkun Chatzos before we um, touch on some of the halachas, the other halachas that are connected to it, and we'll take a look at the text as well. But the Shulchan Aruch already, once again, in Arachayim, Sif Beis, um, in the first simon, so the Shulchan Aruch points out, Hamashkim Lehischani, one who wants to get up really early to supplicate Lefnei Boro before his Creator, Yichavin Lashos, he should consider the hours, Shemishtanus Mishmaros, when the uh, when the Mishmaros, when the watches change. What does that mean? Shehim B'Shlish Halayla, because they are um, they're the different thirds of the night. Um, so we um, or he should um, rather that he says that in the third of the night, Ulasov Shnei Shlishay Halayla, and at the end of the two thirds of the night. So he says, one third of the night, and the end of the two thirds of the night, Ula Sof Harlayla, and the, the end of night itself, says, 
the Mechaber of Yosef Cairo, he says, He says, Tefillahs that a person davens during those hours for the Chorban, or regarding the Chorban, I should say, we're not davening for the Chorban, we're davening about the Chorban, and regarding the exile, Ritsuya. Those Tefillahs um, have special efficacy, and they are particularly desirable. And so that's what the Shulchan says there. And then he continues in a Sif Gimel, it's appropriate for all those who fear heaven. They should be pained. They should also be concerned. They should be. They should be anxious, um, doeg, to, to worry about the korban beis which already happened. But you should still, um, um, you know, that you should that you should um, really feel it. We could even, uh, you know, we could even go further. Really, and he says. Um, in, in Siv Dalid, Tov Harbos Kavana. Says this is good for Slichos, this is good for perhaps Kinos, this is good for all Tfilot. He says, better to have fewer Tachanunim, fewer supplications with Kavana, than many supplications without Kavana. So, if you, if so, let's say someone wants to take on Tikkun and Chatzos, it's interesting that we find it right here in this halacha. But this um, should be um, the same for for other things like slichos. Better more so better fewer with more kavana than more with less kavana. So, to so this particular point, so if you look back at Sif Gimel, the, the, the Mishnah Brewer right there points out. So the Mekubalim, um, at length, um, they, um, they talk about the advantage of getting up late at night at a Chatzos. And he says that we already um, um, find in our Sidurim, some Sidurim you could at least find it, the, the, the Hanhaga of the reading from the Ariza, what he put together, he says, Chatzos is midnight, etc., and he talks about that. And he says the, the best, um, best Hanhaga is to do that and then to learn. We find this as well, um, that it's, uh, it's appropriate to learn after you recite Tikkun Chatzos and really to go all the way till the morning. Now, the Gedolim do this, not everyone can do this. Um, but the, the Gedolim, if you think about it, we're, we're even older. Those of us who have more energy when we're younger, depending on what our working schedule is, something that maybe we can consider. If older people were able to do it, now you'll say, ah, they're Gedolim. But it is appropriate for your Yerushalayim if there's something that you're thinking of doing. So something to discuss with your Rebbe. Is this something that I should be taking upon myself to recite Tikkun Chatzos? Um, but it is something that clearly is being praised by the Mishnah Brura, by the Shulchan Aruch, um, and the the Mishnah describes different mizmorim that should be recited, perhaps different kinos, and we're going to talk about what uh, um, you know why these might be appropriate to say. So these are some basic sources from halacha, but the Ramchal in Derech Hashem talks about the Ma'al of Tikkun Chatzos. He talks about it in Sefer. Dalid, the fourth chalak of the Sefer, in Parak Vav there, so it's four, six, and it's um, paragraph Tazayan, number 16, so four, six, 16 in Derech Hashem. The Ramchal writes about the, uh, the, the Shefa that comes down to the world. The Ramchal points out that there are four periods in the day that 
have special shefa that come down to the world, and we have tefilos that correspond to the four periods. So he mentions shachris, mincha, and mairev as corresponding to the first three periods that we recite special tefilos, namely shachris, mincha, and mairev, to draw down the shefa, the special bounty, the bracha that Hashem wants to give to the world. And there's a special shefa that's designated particularly for chatzos halayla, the last portion of the night. And says the Ramchal, you know what Tfilo that is, right? That's Tikkun Chatzos. And the Ramchal mentions that it wasn't enacted by Chazal that we have to say it, but this was recited by David HaMelech. And the Gemara in Brachos on the on Gimel on the Beis talks about this based on the Pasuk in Tehillim, Kofiud Tes uh, Samach Beis, that's 119.62, Chatzos Laila Akum Lach. Says David HaMelech, I got up at midnight to give um, thanks to you. Interestingly enough, our Tikkun Chatzos reflects uh, mourning. It doesn't reflect, um, and when I say mourning, I mean like um, being sad, not as, opposed, as opposed to morning time, you know, in the daytime. But it reflects mourning, and this Pasuk talks about thanking Hashem. This is one of the sources for uh, Tikkun Chatzos. Um, now, we're going to see that this might actually be relevant to one of the two portions of Tikkun Chatzos. There are actually two parts of Tikkun Chatzos, as we'll see. Just to give a, a little bit of a spoiler, one is called Tikkun Rachel, the other is called Tikkun Leah. And as we'll see, Tikkun Leah is less about mourning, and it is more about thanking Hashem, which makes sense based on, um, actually, the Medrash, um, which uh, highlights the difference between Rachel and Leah, Rachel's Mida was a Mida of Shtika, interestingly, and Leah, um, she uh, was toe-faced, the Mida, she grabs, she sees the Mida of Hodaya, of Hodaa, to thank Hashem, right? Hapam, Oda'es Hashem, that's the, the special Milo that we find in Leah. When it comes to Rachel, it's interesting that she's known for the Mida of Shtika, her quietness in terms of um, handing over the, the Simonim to Leah, and the Medrash picks up on other different connections. Um, the source for the Medrash we mentioned um, in a special shear that I gave, which I put on the podcast as well. It was a special shear, not of any particular series, but it was a Zoom shear that I gave um, for a shul in Pennsylvania, um, in uh, Harrisburg. It was about Kalev and Yehoshua, and we spoke about Kalev and Yehoshua and their connections to the matriarchs that they came from, Yehoshua from Rachel, Leah, and Kalev from Leah, and, um, and we, we highlighted a very interesting measure over there, which can be found if you want the actual source. It was in the Beratius Rabbah, Ayin Aleph, Hey, so that's 71.5 in the Beratius Rabbah, the sheer had to do with um, an interesting take on the principle in halacha that shtika kehoda, because we find that shtika corresponds to Rachel, and hoda uh, corresponds to Leah. And what's interesting is that Rachel is perhaps most famous for, in terms of liturgy. She's most famous for the pasuk of kol of kol brama nishma Rachel mavaka albaneha that she raises her voice, which perhaps might be an exception to the rule of Rachel's midah of shtika. Uh, perhaps a topic for another time. But um, so far, this is just giving us a little bit of an inkling into what Tikkun Chatzos is all about. But the point is that the Ramchal quotes this Pasuk of Chatzos Leil Akum Lahodos Lach, that I got up at midnight to thank you. That might correspond to the Leia Chelak um, of Tikkun Chatzos. The other Pasuk that's the source for Tikkun Chatzos is Eicha Bez Yotes, so 219. Kumi roni I, I got up um, at night 
at the beginning of the watches of the night. So that's um, that perhaps that uh, reflects more of the morning when we consider uh, the next part, that you pour out your heart like water. And obviously it's part of Echa, which is lamentations. It's it's mourning. So perhaps that um, you know um, at least reflects the what we try to accomplish with the actual Tikkun Chatzos. Now what I will also do when I share uh, this shear, meaning by the time that you're listening to it, the shear has already been shared. I'll share Bezras Hashem with two links, um, one to Wikipedia, which talks about Tikkun Chatzos, and one to Halachapedia, which talks about Tikkun Chatzos. Very interesting um, things that we find there that are that are brought down. But um, you know, various um, details regarding, for example, whether or not women should recite Tikkun Chatzos. The spoiler is that they can say it. Some posts can say they shouldn't. Um, talks about the particular times to say Chatzos. So Ashkenazim say that it should be said right before midnight, whereas Svartim hold that it should be said at Chatzos. And the question is, um, how long do you keep learning afterwards? So different halachos are recited, um, are recited here. But in terms of Bein HaMitzarim, so apparently during our special period of Bina Mitzam, Tikkun Chatzos can be and should be said after Chatzos of the daytime. This is brought down in the Kafachayim, and it's um, the Kafachayim 551-222, so that is Taf Kof Nun Aleph, and then it's Reish Chaf Beis, and it's apparently hinted to in the Mishnah Bura as well, in uh, Taf Kof Nun um, Aleph in, in Kuf Gimel. So 551-103 in the Mishnah Bura, and the Piskei Shuvah over there, Piskei Shuvah um, brings that down as well. But um, that, that's that's one thing to know about um, Tikkun Chatzos. Another thing to consider is um, you know the 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 or different origins of the custom. Um, but the, the the main the main focus, um, which um, which you, um, you might consider is that which we mentioned earlier, the writings from the Arizal who put it together for us. Um, and, the, and so the, because of this particular um, consideration, um, we're going to take a look at the text that's provided by the Arizal. What I'll mention also is what you might not find in the text. Um, um, you know, if, if you're thinking about where you could find Tikkun Chatzos, there is a PDF um, that if you want, I could share it with you. Um, I forgot exactly where I found it, but it's, it's um, actually, um, it's not exactly translated, but it, it does give instructions and it sources the different texts from Tikkun Chatzos, both Chalakim of Rachel and Leah. Um, you could find it from the Open Sitter Project. That's where you could find the PDF. Otherwise, I could send it to you. I have the PDF myself. I also found the text of Tikkun Chatzos in one sitter. Believe it or not, it was on page one in the Siddur. The very first page of the Siddur was Tikkun Chatzos. We're probably more familiar with the Siddur opening up to page two with Moda'ani. This Siddur you know, picks up on what the Shulchan Aruch mentioned, getting up really early to recite it. Um, the Siddur that I found it in is the Kol Yaakov HaChadosh um, Siddur. Um, um, HaShalem, Zichron Eli Melech, Nusach Ashkenaz, published by the Adir Publishing Co., um, so if you want, um, if you want, I can theoretically give you a PDF of the text from this sitter as well, and we'll take a look at the two chalakim. So when it comes to reciting these um, um, these paragraphs, so there it's brought down that really before you even begin, you should say Tzfilalyani Kiatov, right? Um, the, which is Tehillim Kuf Beis One Hundred Two. 
This is brought down in Siddur Beis Yaakov um, by Rabbi Yaakov Emden. And so he says, you say this before you recite Tikkun Rachel, which is the first of the Tikkunim that you recite. Um, I'll also mention that um, in the links that I'll provide, it'll talk about not just the times to say it, but how you're supposed to say it. Um, so, for example, Tikkun Rachel is supposed to be recited sitting on a very low chair, if not on the floor itself, in, at the doorway next to a mezuzah. And again, you're doing this late at night. And um, if you have ashes... You know, the, the way um, it's brought down is to say with the ashes on your head in the spot of your tefillin, kind of like um, what a chassan does at the chuppah, al-rosh simchasi. So on your head, you put the ashes as a sign of mourning. And and you're um, supposed to recite it like an avel, meaning your shoes should be off. Um, so that, that that's the beginning. So you say it's tefillah, um, which is um, a very heartfelt tefillah. There's, a, there's songs they might be familiar with, tefillah liyani. Um... I think it was Mordechai and David. I think it was Mordechai and David who had a song for that. Um, there's some say also that um, the, these piyutim um, the, um, should be recited to the tune of Eicha. I'm not going to be doing, in this particular workshop, and I should have mentioned earlier, I'm not going to be doing any demos, but we'll look at the text. Um, and it's only because um, um, the procedure of Tikkun Chatzos is um, not, it's not limited to a minion. In fact, it's, I think it's more appropriate to do it as an individual, as a mourner. It's not really a minion tefillah, though I guess it could be, but it seems um, that it's supposed to be recited by an individual. So, you know, whatever you want to do in terms of the song, you know, the the, the tune for Eichel you're already familiar with. So there's the tune for you. We don't have to go any further in terms of that. Um, maybe if I find a fitting, I'll do it later. But Tikkun Rachel begins with um, the words, Lasum la velitzion la seis lamper tachas efer. It's based on the Pasuk in Yishayahu uh, 61.3. So it's Samach um, Aleph Gimel. And basically what you're saying is in order to be uh, among the Avelitzion, you're going to put in the place of your pair, you're going to put, um, um, so we're, we're saying that hopefully we'll be able to put a pair in the place that we normally place ashes when we're mourning. But at this particular time, we don't do that. Um, but we do the opposite. We put on not a tefillin, not a pair, not a crown of any sort, but we put on ashes. And then we begin with a vidue. So the same video that you're familiar with from Slichos, from Yom Kippur davening, don't hide your face from our tchinos, and for we're not brazen to say before you that we're tzaddikim, and we have not sinned, and then you say, so you can do that. And then we continue with other paragraphs that we say from uh, from Slichos and from Yom Kippur. What are we going to say before you, you who dwells in the highest heavens? You know all. Everything is revealed to you. You know everything. The secrets of the universe, of everything that's ever happened in history. And he says, I'm skipping a little bit. But you you, you investigate the inner, um, you know, our, our inner workings, our inner chambers, everything that's in our minds, you know. So we're asking for forgiveness and so on and so forth. Then we recite Al Naras Bava, which is Tehillim Kuf um, um, Kuf Lamid Zayin, and Al Naras Bavel is 
um, famous um, in a the truth is you should say Alnaras Bavel every day before you bench. Just like you say Shir Malas on a special day when Tachanan's not said, you say Alnaras Bavel on a regular day. So if you say, if you're Makbet to say Shir Malas, you should really recite Alnaras Bavel on a regular day before you bench. And of course, we talk about Imesh Kachich Yerushalayim. We talk about the morning, Al Rosh Simchasi. So that makes sense. Then we have Mizmor La'asaf, which is um, um, Tehillim, uh, Tehillim Ayin Tess, that's a 79. So this one is apparently it's weeping over the deaths of the righteous. That's what this particular um, Tehillim is being recited for. So, and you can you can if you if you want you can take a look at the text at, um, in its fullest form itself. But that's what we're mourning about at this particular time. We have the pas uh, the pasuk of Shvo Chamascha El Agoy Masher Lo Ucha, the pasuk that we say by Kos Shel Eliyahu. And we're asking Hashem to pour out His wrath among the Goyim who don't know Him, but those who have tried to consume Your nation, Hashem. So we're talking about avenging them. So that's something that we say at that point. Then we have a paragraph from Eicha. Eicha, the fifth parak, Zuchar Hashem Ehayalanu. So we say that entire paragraph, which finishes off with Hashivena Hashem Elach of Nashuva. So that's something that we say at that time. Then we have a paragraph um, titled Habeit Mishemayim Urei Mizvul Kachecha Vitvartcha of Vitvartcha Ayekinoscha Gvorsecha. We're asking Hashem to look from His abode, to look down on us, and see what we're going through. We say that you know that where we say Hashem, you're our father, and He said. Um, even Avram and Yaakov, um, Yisrael, they won't, they can't recognize us right now. It's interesting because this is, um, this particular tefillah that we're saying now, um, is, it, um, it reminds us, it's reminiscent of the Gemara that says that Avraham and Yaakov won't stand up for us, but Yitzchak will. Yitzchak, who is on the Akedah, he's going to cry out for us. Um, but that's what, that seems to be what we're referencing here. And so, we um so we have this particular tefillah, um, and it uh, talks about Hashem being angry at us, and we say Hashem don't be angry at us forever. Just skipping through it, skimming as we go along. Then we have some psukim of of Nechama. Say Hisnari Kumi. We say in Lechadodi. It's based on actually Shayahu in a pasuk on Beis in Perak Nun Beis fifty two two. We, so we say similar psukim like that. I've, I've been thinking about the walls of Yerushalayim, right? uh, similar to Shomer Mavkid, the song that's uh, from a Pesach, Zemer in the Haggadah. So we have that and different psukim that are about Nechama, Ata, Sakum, Drachim, Sion, and another famous one, Ki Aislecharna, Kiva Moed. And finally, we finish Tikon Racha with the words, Ki that your servants have. Been, we desire your your stones and your dust. We we want to be rebuilt. Pasuk in Tehillim in one forty seven Kufnem Zion Beis Hashem. We want to build your Shalim, and you should please bring in those who are dispersed. That is all Tikkun Rachel. That is that concludes the morning portion, right? Um, and this is um all everything that I just quoted from you now is found in the PDF that I had mentioned. Uh, but if you look in the uh, the sitter that I mentioned earlier, so there's much more than that. Um, 
we um, the the text from the Al Shech. So the text in the PDF features the Arizal. The text in my sitter features on um, the text in the Al Shech, which says he covered to Vishim Ben Yaakov Kulchem. It says, "Listen, all of you of Ben Yaakov, Kiri Levav Chamiyal Bigdechem." A pasuk from Yoel, which says, "Tear your clothing, tear your hearts, not just your clothing," and so on and so forth. Talks about and then it quotes, and we have different piyutim in here. Um, the one that I want to highlight is um, this one was not from, it's a kina that was not written by the Alshech, who was this? It seems to be attributed to Chaim HaKohen. It's a Mori Ish, Chaim HaKohen min Aram, from Aram Sova. So Chaim Kohen, and it starts off, Kol Brom Nishma Bilala. Um, we have the the voice on high crying out, Kol so different, um, and that's the refrain of this kina, which talks about mourning. So that's what we find in this particular, um, in this particular rendition. We find different kinos. Um, and there are, I see here five, five different kinos. So in the text of Hisnari Mevarkumi and Hatei Lokei Aznacho Shemabakach Einecha, those are recited afterwards. But so so the only difference between that which I mentioned from the PDF. And that which I'm telling you now is that there are these five different kinos that are in Tikkun Chatzos. And unfortunately, due to the time constraint, we're not going to go through all of it. But we will move on to the Tikkun Leia. Tikkun Leia um, begins with Lamnatzeach Maskil of Nekorach, which is Tehillim 42. Though, so I see the PDF here adds Sushar Meshechem Olam. So this is about the Beis Hamikdash, right? But we're talking about the gates rising, um, which might be in about the king entering. So this might be a more positive rendition of thinking about the Beis Hamikdash. And we have then then we have Mizmar Membez Kael Taro Galafike Maim Kinashi Sargelecha Lokim Tzamanafshi. Right. So we're we're thirsting for Hashem like a deer, like a hind who is by the waters. So that's what we recite first. Um, and so, say, Mati Tarochachi Nafshi, Matahemi, so on and so forth. And at the very end, this is Ki Od, Odeni Yeshuas Panave Lokai. I'm going to thank Hashem for the salvations. This is the positive take on it. I'm Leah thanking Hashem, as it were. Right? So, we have that um, right here. Then we have the next parak, Mem Gimel. Right? So, that's uh, what we find right after, which is the paragraph of Shaftani Elohim. Um, the Riva Rivi, we ask Hashem to judge on our behalf and to champion our cause. Um, and we, we say, um, so, um, uh, so this, so this, uh, this particular parak plays off of the same theme of the previous parak, you know, this capital, and it ends off with the same pasuk, and it mentions thanking Hashem over the Yeshuos. There's another pasuk in there that references thanking Hashem. It says, I'm going to come to the Mizbeach of Hashem, El Kale Simchas Gili. I'm going to come to Hashem with the rejoicing of my heart. I'm going to thank Hashem with my, with my harp, Elokim Elokai, God, my God. So, Clearly, um, this uh, this particular rendition is, is, is a positive twist on the tikkun, and in that vein, we move on to Tehillim Chaf. Uh, right, so this one is um, asking Hashem. Um, this is a general tefillah that we say 
every single day by Asher Yuval So, um, so you should be familiar with it. And this talks about Hashem answering us on the day we call Hashem Hashem Lachin So this also is positive. By the way, one of the halachic notes that I'll mention is that there are certain days that you can and cannot, or should or should not recite Tikkun um, Chatzos. On the on happy days, we don't recite. Tikkun Rachel, but you would still be able to recite Tikkun Laya. So the next one is Tehillim Chaf Dalit. So this um, is what we recite during Yamim Narayim. Talk about Hashem's ownership of the world. This also references Sir Shiar, which we recited earlier. So the idea is the very same. Then we have Tilim Samach Zayin, that's 67. So this, um, you might recite on different occasions. Perhaps you recite it um, in Svirasa Omer. Perhaps you recite it, um, uh, some recite it by uh, um, Kiddush Levana. But this is also a very positive um, tefillah. We also have Hallelujah, O Hashem Vav. This is Tehillim Kuf Yad Aleph. Also clearly praising Hashem, all positive in this one. And then we have a little bit of a, of a kina. Um, it's that, which says Noah Tanua that I uh, that I wander Eretz Kashikar I wander the land like a drunk talks about someone who's drunk is not able to follow his path properly Hashem is going to remember so in this particular line it sounds like we're saying that Hashem is going to remember us He's going to be there for us and then we have Tehillim um, Nun Allah fifty one. Which is David So this is um, David Hamelech um, doing teshuva after Nasan revealed to him his avera uh, with um, when it came to Uriah and, and Bathsheba. Lev to is a famous pasuk that comes from this one. Um, so an al This seems to be the. Um, the teshuva aspect of the tikkun, Hashem Tiftach is something that we say here, and we also mention once again at the very end, Az I'm going to bring karbonos to you. After that, um, so after that, um, after we recite that, so the PDF ends there with the words. Um, I'm just noticing that even though the PDF ends there. In my sitter, we have Shiram Alas Veshiv Hashem Eshiv Asiyon. So that's uh, the one that most people say before benching on Shabbos. So that's being said there. Then we have Adon Abochia Bitzion. Until now, meaning on how long, and this should be the end of the crying of Tzion, who misbehaved in Yerushalayim and eulogized in Yerushalayim. Um, you should get up and have mercy on Sion, rebuild the walls of your shalim, and so on and so forth. So that's how the PDF ends. But in my sitter, there is a continued um, text that talks about, for example, this is recited in the Musaf of Shalosh Ragalim. So you can also you can recite that there. And then we have. Um, um, what's referred to as Perak Rashbon in Masechus Tamid. So this is um, the, um, a Perak from Masechus Tamid, which talks about the rebuilding of the Beis Hamikdash. It's definitely a nice thing to say, and that's when Tikkun Leia officially is over. And once again, we're reflecting on obviously the morning, 
the the sadness of Tikkun Chatzos, and then we have the positive, the rebuilding. All of it, it includes teshuva, it includes mourning, it includes all different elements of strong, heartfelt avodas Hashem. And if it's something that you take on, so you should be zocha to do it with uh, with strength. You should be able to do it with real feeling, and we should be zocha to not have to say it anymore. Uh, but we should um, have the end. Uh, we should be zocha to mini kolech that we could withhold our voices from crying. First, we should be able to be zocha, perhaps to actually feel the crying, to actually feel it and do it. And then once we've done it, we should be zocha to um, be able to withhold because we'll be thanking Hashem, we'll be crying tears of joy. Um, um, like like Leah, Hapam, Odes, Hashem, and um, and um, both Rachel and Leah, um, we're not just the, them as individuals, but there's a lot of Kabbalistic um, significance to Rachel and Leah, which is beyond me. But um, the, the the idea to be able to tap into um, all the elements of this incredible tikkun and to actually be metakin to rectify that which we can do Bezra Hashem at the time of midnight. Anyway, look forward to diving with you again in the future for positive occasions. Thank you for joining us here at the database.